0: Uh, now we're recording. Okay, hold on. Clap. Alright. Alright, are we good now? I think we're good, man. This is our third time doing this yeah, same so, podcast. Yeah. Kinda. All right. Re- introductions. Hi, everyone. Boogaloo boy. This is Smitty. From a polite society. From a polite society. Smitty, would you like to introduce our guest?
1: Our guest today is our very own resident cryptozoologist, Kayla. Hi.
0: Hi. <laughs> Do, do you? For, we're just going to She's, She's a professional. She's a professional.
1: Professional cryptozoologist. I don't know if you guys knew if that was the thing or not, but it certainly is.
0: Yeah, where'd you get your degree at?
2: Um, the University of Phoenix. <laughs> it's The online That film. was,
0: oh, okay, all right, that joke. Really, you didn't now. get the joke? No, I didn't get that joke. Oh, God, man. I know, it's pretty but sad. That fell flat. Okay, I <laughs> thought it was funny. Thank you. So, a lot of people have been asking lately, uh, because me and Smitty particularly talk a lot about the Wendigo as a sort of Boogaloo mascot. And as much as it pains my heart, a bunch of people have messaged me and asked, what is a Wendigo? Why does it matter? Well, he's, Wendigo's
1: kind of a B-level celebrity monster, as far as everything goes.
0: Yeah, I guess it's not like Bigfoot. Yeah. Or Loch Ness
1: Monster or I mean, something it, like that. It made an appearance in My Little Pony, for God's sake. What? Yeah. <laughs> right? So I've been doing what? research, my friend. So I know all about Have you been
0: watching My Little Pony? No, I haven't <laughs> seen My Little Pony. But I did look up the image and it's okay. like it's He's like but, He's but, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally brony.
1: Everybody thinks I'm gay already. Who gives a
0: shit? I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Go, but continue. So My Little Pony, what about it? Oh, it's
1: awful. Don't watch it.
0: No, uh, uh, the Wendigo. <laughs> no, it's
1: awful. It's like a spirit horse. Oh, it's okay, okay. But it did right. make an appearance. and They called it a Wendigo.
0: Okay, so it's I've, okay. It's made it all the way to my little poem. Yes. That's okay, the I got gotcha. All right. So, uh, so yeah, I guess it's fair.
1: Obviously it made famous by Pet Cemetery. Yes, the definitely. Film. The things or like the, like book.
0: That. Uh, the book. The book original. Book originally. Uh, but the film was definitely bigger. But we'll get into all that. Okay. But um, uh, that's the reason I wanted to do this podcast and everything because i think it's cool and i think there's a lot of good stuff there and uh, i want more people to know about it essentially so we brought on my friend and the cryptozoology expert to discuss it what's your feelings on the Wendigo
2: your friend
0: what he, he was, was referencing called... me oh i God. said <laughs> friend and the <a> cryptozoology <laughs> you're just, I was expert just you're sure. just some
1: cryptozoologist <laughs> that we know my
0: friend yeah. and the cryptozoologist i found at a 711 like what? What's your? How do you feel about the Wendigo?
2: He's my least favorite. Really? Really? Yeah. He just really. He's just a cannibal guy. He has no. Well, see that makes this qualities. more
0: interesting, because now we have this podcast to change her mind. Yeah. On he's this just, topic.
2: He's he's basic. He's basic. What's basic about him? He's just. Oh, he's a cannibal. He goes and chases cannibals like.
0: That's the perfect setup. We could. She's the straight man for this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so from a surface level, uh, a lot of people see the window as just a creature that, uh, some would say, is just a cannibal. Simply. Is it simply just but a wait, cannibal and like, things like that?
2: Has there been any sightings of him in, like, modern day?
0: Ooh, know? buddy, do I got one for <laughs> you? It's a we're dizzy. We're getting there. We're getting there.
2: <laughs> or is he just kind of like...
0: No, we're getting there. Okay. I, I, would, I would venture to say the Wendigo is one of the most... Cited or explained cryptids, there is certainly, definitely, absolutely, yeah. Because when you have
2: Bigfoot,
1: no, see, people have people make up stories of Bigfoot, and there's one film, yeah. Everything else is speculation. So there is legit lore behind the Wendigo,
2: but the Wendigo doesn't have ten TV shows about him. (laughs) Fair,
1: but he is a B-level villain, so
0: and. Like, hunting Bigfoot with guns is like a joke, but hunting the Wendigo in any capacity is not a joke. I don't <laughs> they wouldn't There've make only a TV been, There's back. only
1: a handful of actually successful people exactly. in history.
0: But anyway, we'll get into that. Um, so I guess the best way to start off is just kind of an overall description of the creature, for those who don't know. So there's, Tell us what a Wendigo is. Exactly. So there's two leading um, ideas of what the Wendigo looks like or what it is. One is the idea... That it is sort of um, this little emaciated, um, starved creature that looks lo- of humanoid in appearance, but it kind of lurks around <clears throat> and um, feeds on whatever flesh it can. So it's very much so, sort of zombie like in a bunch of the interpretations I've seen. Like it's kind of mindless, um, just a cannibal, essentially. And then the other interpretation.
1: Both share aspects, correct? Yes, yeah. Both Gray skin, are... hearts of ice. Exactly,
0: yeah. Uh, the hearts of ice actually comes from uh, the first story about it. Right. Um, but the other version, as far as appearance goes, is of uh, a sort of shapeshifter of the woods that in its natural form appears as a very tall deer-like creature that has limbs and a body that looks something like trees or sticks and has this uh, massive head of antlers and it's generally bipedal generally bipedal yes and it lurks the woods and uh, attacks anyone that enters or does wrong which we'll get into but um one of the um common threads throughout both different kinds of wendigo is where the wendigo comes from or at least the idea of it so uh the standard idea and this is from the native american mythos that the wendigo originates from specifically
1: Algonquin Algonquian, yes, Algonquian yes. rather
0: um, is the idea that if a person is um, ever guilty of committing an act of cannibalism and that's by any means for survival or out of evil or whatever they're possessed by a spirit of the woods and then they're transformed into this cannibalistic creature uh, that hunts down people and kills them crimes against nature exactly crimes against nature and um, which is very interesting to me because there's so many old legends you see that are...
2: Did Jeffrey Dahmer ever see the Wendigo? Has anyone, like, looked into that? Like, looked into any of his, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a great... That's actually great. Did that's we, like, a great Have we, like, looked into any of his
2: interviews before he died? Because like, he, he was, like, really, like... When they found him, he was very, like, strung out and, like, freaked out. Like, the reason he got caught was because he started getting very, uh...
0: Careless.
2: Yes. So I wonder if that was because... <laughs> He starts seeing a big antler man.
0: I've he not have had one. Psychosis. I've literally never thought of that.
1: He might have legitimately had one. Psychosis. That's actually a really interesting topic that yeah. I didn't think about. Damn!
2: I wish he was still alive. We could just call him up and be like, "Hey." <laughs>
1: the the, the Unibomber might know him. We could ask the Unibomber. <laughs> He's still in jail.
0: Yeah, T- Ted's still in jail, which we'll get we'll get into his <laughs> connection to the Wendigo in a little bit. <laughs> but, okay, so anyway, that kind of, that gave me a weird, like, revelation yeah. about all of that. It's, but,
1: called, it's called a eureka moment.
0: Exactly, yeah. Uh, but, I, not that I know of. But essentially, yeah, it's someone that commits an act sense. of cannibalism and becomes this monster um, devoted wondering. to the hunger, as it's often called. So, what?
2: Jeffrey Dahmer was just, he was doing really well, and then toward the end. And I, it was also that creepy be- that the guy he got caught with, how he had killed his brother previously. Like, that kind of coincidence just doesn't happen.
0: Mm. Sounds like Wendigo to me. <laughs> Sips coffee. <laughs> we
2: just made up a new Jeffrey Dahmer conspiracy.
0: Okay, alright. Yeah, so, it. that's your idea, uh, basically, about the Wendigo is, but, Smitty, where does the Wendigo come from? so the Wendigo
1: comes from Algonquian history uh, specifically the Cree people so southern Canada northern United States prior to the formation of the United States of America so it predates white people being here on uh, North America and is an old native legend specifically about the hunger as it were stri- or deriving from cold weather Specifically, the winter months in yeah. Southern Canada. Yeah,
0: so uh, I believe the original first story, because all of these like Native legends have stories built around them. Right. right. Uh, I believe the first story recorded in text was the story of Onway, the
1: killer. The, yeah, that's him. Onway.
0: So uh, Onway, from what I understand, uh, is sort of like a Hercules of cream mythos. Of Cree ethos, exactly. Like he is a character that you see in several different myths and legends. And um, an abridged version of sorts, Onway um, was visiting a tribe, and the tribe told him that uh, their children and their elderly would go missing at night, and they didn't know um, where, like they couldn't find any bodies, but they suspected that this family who lived uh, just away from the tribe was responsible for it. So Onway goes and he watches him for days, and everything seems normal. But after about a week, uh, the family brings back a a small child. And then he watches as they tear it open and eat it and all that. And he finds out that uh, this family are a a group of Wendigos. Alleged. uh, Alleged Wendigos, yeah.
2: A group of Wendigos?
1: So there's just not one? It's a family. Now, there's not just one
2: Wendigo. So do you turn into a Wendigo?
0: Yes. Yes. If you can, if the hunger overcomes you. No, stop that. If the <laughs> if the hunger overcomes you.
2: So you grow antlers and.
0: Yeah, Wait, so I mean, thought you were you the transformer. Well. I don't
2: like but. the Windigo. Oh, okay.
0: Right. Did you lie about your degree from Phoenix yes, University? do
2: Because like the, cause like, the Wendigo is never really, no one really ever talks about it. Like when we went to that museum, it wasn't in that museum. It's
1: because it's more than one. It's not yeah. just a yeah. cryptid.
0: Yeah. It, it's more so like a curse of sorts, that comes over people. It definitely fits the cryptid realm, but it's not like, O oh, V the Wendigo. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah. So we'll get into, like, the actual mental disorder of Wendigo's Wendigo psychosis. psychosis. Yeah. It, that does affect people, and has affected people in recent history.
0: But, uh, clearing up the story of Onwe, Onwe uses his super cool powers, and um, of he... Of camouflage. Of camouflage. <laughs> and he kills the Wendigo tribe, um but what's interesting is um in the story he has to burn their hearts which part of the legend as you mentioned is the icy heart right. of the wendigo because the idea is um most of like native american legends revolve around like the heart as the center of the soul and it's like once you commit cannibalism and that comes over you your soul is left and that also coincides with like the winter. Where we first see it in like what's Canada now in areas like that up north, where the cold was a very big element in much of the uh, mythos around it. So it's not only that, but also like a lack of humanity in the creature. Yeah. So the way you kill a Wendigo is you warm, warm its heart. You warm its heart. Yeah. So
1: the Wendigo is actually the only creature that can be killed the same way. The Grinch <laughs> was fixed. I don't know how else to say that. You Fixed. Fixed. <laughs> Can you fix a Grinch?
0: Maybe I, he was I a Well
2: though his heart grew. He didn't eat people.
0: <laughs> what did he eat then? I don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch was okay. The Move. Grinch,
1: all right folks, the Grinch, you heard it here first. The Grinch was a Wendigo story by Dr. Seuss.
2: He would go down into the town. He wasn't getting their Christmas tree. He was getting the Hoos and bringing it back up.
0: That's not what happened.
1: He (laughs) only stole Christmas once. That's why they wrote a book about it. Why? Why were they so afraid of him?
0: Did you just come up with that? Have you been (laughs) saying that one? You never know. Why were they? Because he ate children. Well, if you ate children, I don't see why bringing the town's presents back, everyone would be like, "Oh, you're forgiven."
2: Because they were scared of him.
0: He ate children.
2: Yeah. So whenever he like. Didn't does he like about, accident, doesn't he talk about? Doesn't he talk about
0: eating children in the movie? As a that. joke, like How- Jim Carrey's like, oh, stop." <laughs>
2: <laughs> we don't know what was going through. Okay, no,
0: Doctor Seuss had Wendigo psychosis, and this book the was had taken did. it out. Okay. And everybody considered him a who at one point, remember?
1: And then he turned into the Grinch.
0: Boom! Are you happy now? I am. Okay.
2: The second conspiracy theory we've made
0: up. For Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> and the Greatest <laughs> Show. <laughs> both Wendigos. Let's see whose legacy we ruin next.
2: <laughs> Can you really ruin... Um... Jeffrey Dahmer. I, I realized as soon as I said it.
0: <laughs> yeah, his spotless reputation. Okay. So, uh, moving into some of the <laughs> more <laughs> proven... <laughs> stories regarding the less mythological the less mythological the the
1: factual stories what do you got all right so uh you know more about swift runner than i do so talk about swift runner or or what you know about swift runner
0: all right let me pull up my notes so uh well first off do we want to mention the first time that the is ever recorded in the jesuit uh, oh yeah i forgot all about that so the uh, the Jesuits were the first people to ever write anything specific about um, the Wendigo, not as some myth, but as a proven story. Right. Uh, this is
1: where Wendigo psychosis comes exactly. from. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So I forget what um, the name of the book was.
1: Man, you know I looked it up last time.
0: Yeah. It's the name. So the Jesuits uh, were these European missionaries who went to the area that's now Canada and um they had this long book where they talked about different people they ran into different stories and a specific part in that book they talk about that there was a tribe they heard of that none of the other tribes would talk to or go near because they said they were all savages and they spoke of these people as jumping down from trees and attacking women men children anyone they could and they were cannibals they'd eat people um Alive and it was horrific, so the Jesuits essentially went through and killed all of them, from my understanding. Like, it's read as forced execution, which is a fancy way of saying that they killed everyone, but, uh, um, this, it was the first, and they described them, um, As Wendigos, because the natives at the time said, oh, these people, they're... They call them Wendigo. Exactly, yeah. They're overcome with, like, the hunger, so to speak. So the Jesuits wrote back, and uh, that's the first, like, recorded truth regarding Wendigos.
1: Right, so Wendigo just isn't a cryptid, per se, but it's an actually recorded monster.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Couldn't it all just be, like, you're not supposed to eat people, so when you eat a person and it goes to your brain (laughs) and it makes you crazy...
1: Well, there are modern diseases that do that specifically. You you are we'll get like you're later. pushing
0: him to undergo psychosis with that. <laughs> no, it's
1: fine. No, it's fine. Go ahead. You are the I, expert. I, I don't believe in any cryptids. Yeah,
2: I mean, like that one, it just seems more explainable because you know you're not supposed to eat people, and it'd be like drinking bad water or eating any amoebas or something. It
1: does make sense as an as a wives' tale to scale to scare children not to not go into the woods alone, <laughs> and don't eat your father. Yeah. Don't.
2: don't. <laughs> I just, because you know, especially what, bad. What
0: more do you meat. need to teach a kid? I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> if you get hungry, hunt something. Don't hunt your don't dad. Don't eat
0: people. Yeah. Okay. Don't eat people. So you, you. Wait, did you have something to say?
2: I mean, especially like bad human meat, like human meat that's been left out for a while. I like could have like worms and stuff.
0: But good human <laughs> meat's fine. Someone right, says so anything. our third person no stops. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the Grinch, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, Kayla, and Smitty. That's four confirmed <laughs> Wendigos. Well,
1: don't forget the Marauder Project. Oh yeah, he's also definitely ab- a Wendigo. Yeah, absolutely a Wendigo.
0: Um, then yeah. you have something like Join the Woods, yeah, or whatever. Like
1: he, it's a, so one of one of the one of the characteristics of a Wendigo is it's supposed to draw you into the woods and make you feel comfortable in the woods. It's very
0: supernatural. Yeah. Right.
1: And the Marauder Project does this. Has
0: a page dedicated it's to It's essentially,
1: that. yeah, where it's him in the woods having a great time with his dogs, and he's like, you guys should come join me. Let me give you a little bit of scripture about Jesus and then you can come hang out with me in the woods by yourself.
0: <laughs> essentially, uh, his whole page is a Wendigo honeypot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'd buy that. It's like the wish.com. It's um, working. I yeah, want to hang out with it. That, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you had mentioned Swift Runner. Right. So Swift Runner is a very interesting um, case. Check po- a case in the entire uh, Wendigo mythos. because So Swift Runner was, if I'm right, he was one of the last members of his tribe. Because this is very much so when colonization right. uh, started of the entire region. And uh, he, him, and his family lived. It was only about six or seven miles from town, mm-hmm. from what I understand. And uh, a particularly harsh winter came. And before winter, him, uh, his wife, and I believe six children, six, uh, yeah. yeah, six, they all went and stayed in this cabin um, that he had built. And then once the winter was over, he comes back to town. And his story was that they had all died of illness, right? right? they were like the fever came and got all of them. Well, eventually someone went out there to check, and they found every member of his family uh, skinned, carved, cooked in every way. All seven of them. So, were
1: there's a little more to this story? Okay, all right. Than you think? Did okay, he just leave
2: the scraps? Like he didn't even eat all of them? Yeah, like, it's oh, kind of the weird.
1: It. It's kind of the weird mythos surrounding it. So, it's wasteful. Yeah. it is. Swift Runner was a very well-known person around uh-huh. the area. Uh, for years and years, he was known as a great hunter, um, and often uh, he would come back with not only game for himself and his family, but the people in, that surrounded him too. It wasn't really his tribe anymore, because essentially they were just living alongside of the colon or the uh, colonists. Mm-hmm. As the seasons progressed, he came back with fewer and fewer and fewer game until there was just none. Uh, There was a period of time where him and his family suffered some real hardship in not being able to satisfy their needs as far as being able to eat. Uh, So he was drawn into being a guide for the colonists. Uh, allegedly, the reason that the game started dwindling is because of the amount of colonists in the area mm-hmm. were hunting all the game. But it has more to do with being guided and then versus not. So having more people that were able to hunt the creatures and take them in, it made it a little bit easier for certain people to get more game than gotcha. others to not. Okay. So eventually he became a guide uh, and started making pretty good money. Until one of his tribesmen came back with some medicine that he had never seen or heard of before. And when he drank it, it felt like he was hunting buffalo again on the plains. It made him feel wild again. It made him feel like a man again. But what he didn't understand is 160 proof whiskey
3: fire water. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And he became an alcoholic. And over time, and he was so good at his job. He was so good at his <laughs> job. Does you
0: feel like you're hunting buffalo? Buddy.
1: <laughs> Continue. He was so good at his job, he could do it drunk and do it well drunk. Okay. But over time, it's really started to affect him. It really yeah. started to affect his personality. Uh, he started attacking his wife and children and lashing out at neighbors. So before this, he was well-known and well-respected. Yeah. But after this, after he lost his job with the guide company, he was exiled. And he was exiled by himself six miles from town until he got sober. So after a season of him by himself exiled in the woods, he asked the local township if if they could bring his family out there to live with him. And his wife was excited because she thought, you know, hey, he's sober now. Maybe there's game that he can hunt. Mm -hmm. and just reclaim his roots, become who he is again. And after that winter, which wasn't particularly harsh, as remembered by the priests in the area, Swift Runner came back into town, sober still, and claimed that all of his family had starved to death, which they thought was very strange, because he looked well-fed and not starving. So, they went back to his campsite and found, number one, the grave of his oldest child, which he claimed had died of sickness. Uh, and then they asked him about, what about all these other bones strewn around the campsite? And he was very forward about it. He said, oh, that's the rest of my family. They said, well, what happened to them? He said, I hate them.
2: <laughs> that's called revenge.
1: <laughs> so yeah you think
2: yeah he was mad so he ate him and what you gonna do
1: I think he was a drunk
2: and he ate his family
1: I think he was desperate and I think he claimed Wendigo psychosis because he knew about it
0: yeah wow I, see I didn't know I didn't know the story went that deep I just yeah. saw it some guy. See, so you, you hear about he famous, you hear yeah. about
1: him being well respected in the town, but that's yeah. not the whole story. He was hmm. a drunk. And they exiled him. That's why he lived alone. Huh. But he was yeah, the first person hanged by the Canadian the government. Thinking.
0: Yes, yeah, I knew that. It was the first official hanging of the Canadian well government. Well deserved, I would say. Yeah, I mean eating your family's gotta be up there <laughs> on crimes you can commit. Yeah.
1: But that does bring us to Wendigo psychosis. And mm-hmm. he did claim to suffer from it and described it uh, as it has always been described since the Jesuit writings from the 1600s. Right, yeah. Uh, essentially, mendigo psychosis is when you're visited you're visited by nightmares uh, in an attempt... Well, I wouldn't say in an attempt, but you're visited by nightmares sort of urging you to commit acts of cannibalism. Mm-hmm. And it gets worse and worse and worse and worse, right. eventually where you can't sleep and all you can think about is
0: eating human flesh. Would you like? <laughs> what would you like to say?
2: I just googled Jeffrey Dahmer, Wendigo, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently one of the other people that have thought that.
1: Okay. Like I've all, never had an original idea in my life. So. No. That, there's like there. a whole
2: thing. Was Jeffrey Dahmer overtaken by a Wendigo? Yes. What, so it's all What these articles. seasoning did Jeffrey Dahmer use?
0: Okay, that's... Old Bay, <laughs> obviously. What else? I put pepper. it on everything, <laughs> yeah. too. So, Alright, so...
2: Yeah, he Ro- said sickness drove him to murder and dismember. There it is. Boys.
0: Did he hear voices?
2: <laughs> I don't know. A psychotic starvation.
1: Dude. Okay, so Jeffrey. Jeffrey Dahmer is a wendigo. Okay, fine.
0: Why are you why not didn't excited just, about Why that? didn't he just rip out of jail then? Why didn't he just like... Because
2: he found God in jail. So he was like, oh, I gotta pay for <laughs> my sins.
0: Well, also, he wasn't eating human flesh
1: anymore.
2: Yeah. And then he got That's he's like, he's murdered. Yeah.
1: Beef and shit. Yeah. No. Excuse my
0: language. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> How many times have I cursed? I, I don't know.
2: He got I exercised know. while in prison, so. Just kidding, he didn't, but.
0: Okay, so Jeffrey Dahmer was a Wendigo. And then he found well. right. That makes sense to me. That makes The reason I'm not too obvious is because I'm like, yeah, those pieces fit. Yeah. the puzzle. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. All right, but you were talking about Wendigo psychosis. Yeah,
1: so I, I pretty much beat it to death. I mean, you get the idea. Yeah. Uh, you're visited by dreams of eating human flesh, and they continue to get worse and worse, so you can't sleep.
0: Which, I mean, that definitely makes sense. That something like that would happen, yeah. especially
1: if you're starving. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Hmm.
0: Well said.
1: Uh, I mean, I assume <laughs> that happened to the, the Donner Party too. Yeah. Maybe not. Consumed by Wendigo psychosis, but definitely consumed with thoughts of eating. There, there the bed. has to be something. Well, they that it's, clicks. It's pretty yeah. well. It's pretty clear that they didn't kill anybody. Yeah. Everybody that they ate had died. Yeah but they were upset about it the whole time. Well, they
0: waited a while before they did too, right? Like which, it's
2: just a survival thing. Like what are you going to do if you're stranded out in the wilderness? Yeah.
0: The yeah. Yeah. There's got to be a like a point where you realize I'm going to die unless I commit this atrocity. Yeah. Like in most all of western culture essentially, no matter what your belief has been, that's always been like the abominable act. Cuz it's not just killing someone. It's eating someone, like killing and consuming. Yeah, exactly. It's such an unthinkable concept. Well, even
1: we think about it as strange in terms of uh, other creatures in the animal kingdom Mm -hmm. that would kill and eat their own kind. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Even though we do, we do feed their own kind of some livestock. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Fish eat fish.
1: Fish eat fish. Yeah, Yeah.
0: stuff like that.
1: But um, we all we always look at it as an abomination.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, it's, it's it's so interesting. That's why stuff like this is so interesting to me, is explanations for why something like that would happen within our own kind. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's what's interesting to me about it. So...
2: There's that Reddit story. It's probably not true, but that girl, like, she went on a date with this guy, and they like made out or whatever. And then like she started having like an itchy mouth, and, like sores pop in her mouth. So she's like, "Oh god, I have an STD." Oh, yeah, that. So she goes to the doctor, and they test her, and she has this weird bacteria that you only get from eating human flesh. And it turns out the guy she got on the date with was a cannibal. He
0: he like worked in
2: a, a morgue, morgue and would eat the dead people. And he
1: had been like, is it a- kuru? Because it's not really a bacteria.
2: I don't know. It was just like she got like sores in her mouth, and they like took her to the
1: Police station. They're like, who are you it's
2: eating? Probably kuru. That sounds fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Reddit. Well, since so, it was on Reddit, I mean,
1: okay. But but you can you can get kuru from prions. Yeah. And the way chronic, yeah. re, the way chronic wasting disease works, it's, it's essentially just uh, misfolded proteins, and they can kind of uh, infect anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, that yeah, makes sense.
1: Mad cows, sort of the same thing.
0: Yeah. I I mean I.
1: Spongiform. Yeah,
0: because it's on Sponge- Reddit, I'm not sure. So
1: encephalopathy.
0: You two nerds are so cute. That's not uh,
2: going to school for.
0: <laughs> I thought you were a cryptozoologist. Like she's this. getting two degrees, it's cool. Okay, yeah. alright, that's fine.
1: Um, you don't make much money as a cryptozoologist, you end up just doing weird podcasts like ours.
0: Is <laughs> that so while you were at the seven eleven? Yes. Okay.
1: But um, We'll go on podcasts for <laughs>
0: For Slurpees. Plus. Plus. <laughs> for Slurpees. Um, would li- would not like to eat human flesh, thanks. <laughs> but be- because a story like that's a Reddit, I immediately question it. But I could see something like that happening. Yeah.
1: Well, it works that way with CWD. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So definitely. So do we want to get into the coolest Wendigo case? Sure. Recorded. So you can go ahead and lead on it, Mister. Jack, uh, Jack Fiddler. Jack Fiddler. Jack yeah.
1: Fiddler's the man. Friends and neighbors. Alright, so what a lot of people don't know about Jack Fiddler is that he was a chief of the Cree tribe at the time he was hunting his 14 confirmed Wendigo kills.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is...
1: The Sorry, baddest. Yeah, it is the baddest. I don't uh, think
0: anybody's had... I don't even think Onway had that many kills. No, I think yeah. the family in the story was like seven, like seven folks. So even yeah. like their legend was half as good <laughs> as How Jack the Real was. Guy.
2: How do you prove that you're killing a Wendigo?
0: All right, so this is where yeah, the point a, of little contention little comes yeah. up. So his story was that uh, he was essentially like he was a mercenary. He, he was a
1: shaman. Sort of well, he was a shaman primarily. Yeah. He was the chief. He was the chief of the Cree, of his particular Cree tribe, and a shaman, uh, which is a medicine man. Yeah. So. The story goes, or as he claims, and the people, the people's families of the people that he killed, as they claim, the, the people that he killed were actually possessed by the spirit of the Wendigo. So none of them considered it murder. Right. They yeah. all considered it just. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you can't kill a Wendigo after it's become a Wendigo. Because it's not a... Person. Yeah, it's not a person. Yeah, it's, like, it's just yeah. It's, it's a monster. Like, yeah, it's a monster. How they put it uh, down. Yeah, you have to break its limbs off and burn it for three days. Exactly, yeah. which is a little bit hard to do. So so
0: fourteen, Th- did he did he do that to them though? What's that? Did he do like the whole principle, or did he just like sh- like stab someone? He's like, oh, that was a win to go, because this goes back to the whole idea that what if he was just killing people? He cut off their heads. Oh, okay.
1: Is that he wasn't just like murking people on the street. <laughs> be like
0: yeah that went go he told yeah, me yeah <laughs> he whispered it to no, me no they were
1: all they were all requested
0: oh so he was like a bounty exorcist. hunter of sorts yeah like an exorcist
1: more yeah. than
2: anything okay. I mean it, you kind of justify it the same way you justify people dying during exorcisms too that's like, true
0: but I feel like if a priest had a 14 death
1: count well what got him on the hook was he killed his niece oh and he had been hunting Wendigo with his brother mm-hmm. for years yeah. And they did all these kills together. Jack was the primary, I guess, killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sort of like Sam and Dean.
0: <laughs> That's why they're so cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: So, But his brother did the research, talked to the people, interviewed them, that sort of thing. And then he killed them. Well, turns out, killing your niece is where you draw the line <laughs> for the Canadian police. So... Uh, both of them went to jail yeah. for, for the crime of conspiracy and committing murder too.
0: Understandably. How old was yeah. she?
1: I don't know.
2: Was she like young or like older?
1: I think she might have been young. I'm not sure. It's sad. It yeah. makes sense if she was young. Yeah. Because if, if they weren't batting an eye at the others that they were killing.
2: Yeah. Then she must have Killing the child. Yeah. A we draw the yeah.
1: yeah. But uh, his brother testified that Yes, indeed, she was showing signs of Wendigo, uh, and they had to kill her before she turned.
2: Oh, so this <laughs> wasn't even like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she probably said
0: schizophrenia. This, this is actually real... Yeah, that's the real argument
1: behind all That she could have
0: just... like, Or any of them, really. All of them.
2: Bipolar mm. disorder.
1: Yeah. They had diseases that they didn't understand.
2: Because yeah. it was back in the olden days whenever we were literally like... Jack,
0: eight, Jack's 1890s. just like, yeah. Yeah. my bad. <laughs> it was in the 1890s. That's how most of them no It was like schizophrenia. Like- so this wasn't even like, my niece has consumed someone or she's a monster. This is like, she's showing signs. Well, see, there's one of the things you don't,
1: you haven't talked about as far as Wendigo is Wendigo don't necessarily become Wendigo by eating human flesh. So that's the last thing you have to do. Okay. Before you become a Wendigo, okay. so
2: they could have like justified it by the Wendigo were mad that they were killing him so they infected the niece.
1: Yeah. Like infected like, her thoughts. Yeah. They because Wendigo, my family. Okay. Wendigo are a sort of creature that can communicate telepathically. Yes. Through people's minds, through people's thoughts. Hence, Wendigo psychosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, a Wendigo can actually turn a person Wendigo by corrupting their mind.
0: Ouch. <laughs> yeah. So
1: essentially, what happened, from as I understand it, is the people that were requested to be killed by Jack Fiddler were people whose minds had been corrupted.
0: Uh,
2: so they most likely had
1: schizophrenia. Most likely had schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah. schizophrenia.
2: And the little girl probably had. Wendigo hunter sounds so much. a lot cooler so. than than <laughs> mental. Than, um, and the <laughs> mental I mean, I mean,
1: <laughs> in his defense, the government wasn't doing a better job yeah, at the the government time. that. That's Topping
0: true. That's true. Yeah. And you know, I'll even say this if they did have a mental illness and they were actively eating people, then someone should probably do something about yeah, that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, there should be a solution. Now, if people were like,
2: What if they just salts? My salt? cousin.
0: <laughs> did people know what bad salts were back then? There were people got high I mean, I'm weird sure you ways. had
2: this stuff to do it
1: yeah mostly like mushrooms right
0: yeah mostly mushrooms but I'm sure I've, they also
2: drank like fuel I've stuff. heard
0: stories of people uh, like burning tar and inhaling it well in The Maybe Master gasoline. he drinks
2: paint thinner
0: well they didn't have paint thinner what a well, great movie too, that is yeah. by yeah. the way it's fantastic
1: movie. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen The Master
0: <laughs> This has absolutely nothing to do with yeah, where it goes. Yeah, this is a... But it's a great it's movie. It's fantastic.
1: It's it got Joaquin Phoenix in it, and, uh...
2: The guy that killed himself. The, the guy that killed Philip
1: himself. Huff. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour
2: Hoffman. I just know him as you the guy that, guy that killed, killed him himself. About. That was a yeah. longer
1: <laughs> Yeah. He's in a lot of great films, anyway. But, if you haven't seen *The Master*, go watch it. It's wonderful.
0: Anyway. So, yeah. But I don't think they had paint thinner back then. They would have had paint thinner. But people got high I mean, weird you, ways. That's too interesting. Yeah, you've that's always had the... Yeah, yeah, people stuff. got high and just whichever way they could, really. So there's very much so a chance someone's cousin just like geeked out on mushrooms one night, and then they called Jack Filler and said, "Hey, he's talking to himself. Can you decapitate him for me?" Yeah. And then, yeah.
2: Or he was actually possessed by a demon. Or
0: they was actually possessed by a demon. You know? I find like... it
1: hilarious that you like believe in all these other cryptids and demons and shit.
2: The <laughs> is lame.
0: But you don't. But not the windigo.
1: He's
2: yeah. He's lame. I would much rather just be like Jeffrey Dahmer ate somebody. But now I have to be like Jeffrey Dahmer was possessed. That's sad.
1: He could be possessed by a demon. You can think whatever you want. None of it's real anyway. <laughs> have some fun. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Mothman ain't real.
0: Yes, he
2: is. ain't real. Yes, he is. Now you're stepping. <laughs>
0: when you
1: brought up Mothman. I figured, I thought I had to lead with Mothman. I love Mothman. In order to make it more powerful. She is
0: obsessed with him. He has a nice butt. Not the... You've
2: I mean, he the
1: does. St-
0: the step... Okay, whatever. The statue R- was made
2: after...
1: It was made in his likeness.
2: Yeah. No one...
0: Know- okay, all right. Continuing on... <laughs> So, what happened to Jack Fiddler?
1: Okay, so, after he got arrested for murdering his niece, um, they had put him in prison in, I think it was in Ontario, maybe? Yeah. It was in Ontario? There, yeah. um, and he requested that he be taken on a walk in the woods, because, I mean, it's his home. Uh, and he escaped the jailers, and after they went after him in the woods, uh, they found where he had hanged himself. I don't really know what he hanged himself with. I assume just a tree branch fork. Just jumped Something, up and yeah. broke his neck or whatever.
0: That's a pretty baller way to hang yourself. Oh,
1: yeah. what well, he would know. That, that's true. Yeah. You just
2: jump off a cliff.
3: Well, I mean, how many cliffs do well, yeah, you Yeah, you just have one in your
1: pocket. Well, I
0: mean, Brushy Mountain is <laughs> built with a cliff. That's different.
2: I just have one in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: like you said, like, I just jump off a cliff. Like, it's just really. I mean, there's readily eventually going to be a cliff. Yeah, you're right. Eventually in one direction. But anyway.
1: Are hard to find <laughs> if you're gonna kill yourself, <laughs> A do, it, do it the right way and <laughs> hang <yourself. laughs> Just hang yourself, yeah. So, yeah, uh, so yeah, so after he hanged himself, um, the trial went on, as it were, and his brother was acquitted from the murder. I didn't know that. Everybody in the jury bought it.
0: Wow, yeah, so everyone in the jury's like, Yeah, Wendigos, Canadians. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the Salem Witch trials weren't too far no
1: actually i take that back everybody convicted him but it was a mistrial
0: oh okay that makes more sense yeah all right
1: that's what Then everyone
0: being like yeah when he goes why was it a mistrial
1: uh i think there wasn't any evidence (laughs) for either way that'll do it (laughs) yeah but the jury was like yeah he killed his niece actually
0: that would be a hilarious stance to see someone take today because like, he wasn't denying that he murdered people. No, he was saying they're windigo. So imagine today. Sometimes... And he even
1: said
2: that he, so he killed his niece all the time, like people that died during exorcisms.
0: Yeah, he,
1: he did like a... he did say he killed his niece. He's like, look, we killed her. Yeah, but she was a Wendigo. and everybody was like, mm. <laughs> I don't know, could be. But eat. everybody that they interviewed, or that were that was on his side, was like, yeah, they were crazy. They were Wendigos. <laughs> He murdered them. Wow. We asked him to murder them. So essentially, while while he was, uh, while, while he was wa- awaiting acquittal, he died in prison because they they had put it off for three years Man. after the trial. So he died in prison and then was acquitted a week later.
0: <laughs> Thanks, government.
1: Well, there's actually some history that allows us to understand that sort of to, of mindset. Mm-hmm because at the time, Jack Fiddler was the chief of the only independent Cree tribe in Canada, mm-hmm. or in Ontario at the time. Yeah, And they sort of did their own thing, they hunted their own creatures, they grew their own crops, they lived by themselves. And for a long time, the Canadian government had been trying to get them to assimilate into modern Canadian culture. And it wasn't working. And the linchpin was Jack. And there's some speculation.
2: They saw that as an opportunity.
1: They saw him killing that little girl as an opportunity to re-assimilate the rest of the Cree culture into. I hate that. Which perfectly worked. Because after he died and after his brother died in prison, they had no choice. Their independence was gone. Their independence independence (laughs) died with Jack and his brother.
0: I mean, yeah, I can believe it. This is an anti-government podcast. Well, that's true. Yeah. Kind of, we are wearing the shirts for it.
1: Yeah. By the way. All right. So. Also to troll all you fags out there that think Hawaiian shirts aren't cool, and you can't wear them when you're
0: training. Uh, Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. What if, is it? I haven't said anything about it because that's nonsense. It's, just, it's nonsense. It's a yeah, meme. Exactly. Everybody knows it's a meme. <laughs> There's people who are legitimately like, if you wear a Hawaiian shirt. That what means it, what you, you don't know what you're talking about, blah. It's like just get thing,
1: over it. <laughs> sure. You know what? Here, here's the real deal. And I was talking to the Marauder Project about this today. Have fun. Yeah. That's the primary thing we're here to do. So look how cute this is, right? Yeah. If you're not on the range or training with your friends and having a good
0: time, then lighten the fuck up. These guys are taking themselves way too seriously. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like yeah. I get it, man. Like I love, I love doing. Uh, face camouflage training, concealment training. I'm a scout. You know, I've got a history of it, from all the way from natives to a cavalry captain in the Civil War, all the way to current day. I'm a scout. Yeah. And it's in my blood. Yeah, but it's okay to wear silly colors yep. and and rainbow socks when you're on the fucking range. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit, man. You're here there. You're here. You're there to have a good time and learn a little bit. And if it if, if you feel cool wearing a certain thing while you're on the range, then do it. Have a good time. Sorry. No, that's it's right. fine.
0: No, it's fine. Someone needed to say it eventually. Yeah. I just at like, whenever I see people complain about Hawaiian shirts, I'm like, okay. I don't see that That's matters. the hill you want to die on. Yeah. They yeah. want you to wear, yeah.
2: wear like. A... They want people they want, they want to, wear to camouflage face, all, the camo all the
0: fucking time. Yep. Stupid. Like take themselves way too seriously. You know what's, what's funny is
1: everybody in the army thinks that's gay as fuck.
0: Oh, larping all yeah. the time? No,
1: yeah. no, no. I mean, like if you if if your command makes you wear full camouflage and face paint, oh maybe no, you go shoot. No. It's gay because it is. I feel like it's, it's like dumb. a wannabe thing.
0: It
2: is. It.
0: it is.
2: Yeah. Like I saw somebody like out on the be like,
1: like. if you are hunting, <laughs> wear the face paint.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, obviously, if you are if you are actually doing tactical maneuver, it makes sense to wear face paint. The,
0: what really bothers me is and like camouflage. all these protesters yeah. who wear the Hawaiian shirts. Everyone will comment and be like. You're wearing the gay, stupid, Hawaiian shirt, like
2: we're supposed to wear when you're protesting. Yeah. what are you like? are at, home. You're at home
0: on Instagram complaining about what they wear to an active protest. Yeah. Like that that's why I don't comment on it. Yeah. that's I, f- I figure that's pretty much the only people. Like there are two schools of it. thought
1: with that and I understand both. Yeah. Like one is, you know, operate in silence. Right. Grow your movement in silence and strike when necessary. Yeah. And then the other side is the political side. Make your make your stance known to the people who matter and protest when necessary.
0: I think you can both answer. are viable. Yeah.
1: Both are needed.
0: I think you can do both. You can do as both. That's one person, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But again, yeah, people who comment what people who stay at home and criticize what you wear to a protest, that statement in itself is all you need to know about, That's everyone about. on both sides. Yeah, exactly. You don't have an argument. Exactly.
1: Okay. What's
0: us keep going. Yeah, man. sorry. So, you're fine. It's fine. All right. All right. So welcome back. Welcome back to the, the Wendigo podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I I believe that's. Do you have any more like actual? I Wendigo do servers? have one. Do you okay. have another one? Uh, no, I'm out. Go okay.
1: For so I've got a modern one. All right. Perfect. So Let's hear it. in in February March of 1993, here in the southeastern United States, there was a blizzard. Uh, that was so large it hadn't there there wasn't a blizzard any other blizzard like it in the century.
2: Oh yeah, at home like, everyone talks about how they would drive through and you could like stick your hand out your truck window and like yeah. touch the top yeah. of the snow. Yeah.
1: The blizzard of '93, everybody yeah. talks about it. So uh, in southeastern Kentucky, there was a couple that had recently moved to the mountains from from the big city. I guess they were I, I think they were from Lexington, maybe. This was probably my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> they had moved to southeastern Kentucky, um, and we're living alone in the mountains. There wasn't; they didn't have any neighbor. I think their closest neighbor was a mile or two away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the man woke up in the middle of the night, and his dog was barking like he wanted to go out, like he was barking at something in the woods. So the guy lets him out, thinking that he has to use the bathroom, and the dog just darts off into the woods, barking just as loud and as frequently as possible so it's 4am the guy just can't sit on his porch and yell for his dog so he goes in the woods to look for him and is yelling for him and he just keeps hearing barking keeps hearing the barking keeps hearing the barking and eventually the barking stops entirely and he finds himself alone in the woods at 4am darkest pitch East Kentucky Woods you guys know what that's like yeah and it's silent. And suddenly, behind him, he hears, "Babe." And he spins around because it's his, it's his wife's voice. He spins around and looks for it, doesn't see her. And then, from behind him again, "Babe." And he turns back around 180 degrees, doesn't see anybody. And then, real close in his ear, he hears. And he spins around and is just looking at a tree and he shines his flashlight at the tree and points the flashlight up. And notices it's is a 12 foot tall creature with a deer head and black eyes. And he drops his flashlight and runs on him. His dog is sitting on the porch. His wife is asleep. He brings the dog inside and stays up the rest of the
0: night. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's like, um, that stupid bear on that movie.
0: For the, yeah. So, what I actually, where it actually have to mention that because guess what the inspiration for that was? What? windigo?
2: That was a. I saw a director's commentary. Dig and that! Yeah. <laughs> what's the movie called? Uh,
0: so, hold up. Before. We get to that. Uh, those of you who don't know, another popular thing in the Wendigo can is that it can impersonate voices. Right. And again, how Smitty talked about that, it can sort of speak to you in your mind. It knows what voices are close to you, and matter, and it will impersonate those voices to in you. order to draw you deeper exactly. into the forest. But uh, the name of that movie was Annihilation.
2: Yeah, and there's like a bear thing, and it'll kill you, and it can like record, I guess, or like take in your like final words. Hmm. So it will get people to come to it by screaming like their friends screamed. Hmm. So like it's blind too. And there's a part in the movie where it's like trying to find them. And they're all in this house and it gets up in this girl's face and just starts screaming like her best so,
0: friend. So what it did is, it, um, it's is a good movie. It's about it's, this it's, it's monster ridiculous. that makes everything, uh, like all biology in an area, assimilate and work off of each other. Mm-hmm. It creates these really cool creatures. But I was watching a director's commentary, and they based the bear off the Wendigo because it has a skull head. Oh wow! And a uh, it kills. I've heard girl. about that story. Probably yeah. No, yeah. but um, earlier it this one girl was screaming, and then it killed her, like ripped her throat out or whatever. So then for the rest of the movie, it just mimics that scream to
2: try to get. And then yeah. one woman like runs over. to the bear wow. because it's like yeah. that's blah blah blah.
0: It's a good movie, but yeah. Um. So it's ideas like that, but that one story you're talking about, for one, that brings it down here where we're at, yeah. which is both awesome and terrifying, right? Um. But
1: Southern that, Appalachia.
0: That kind of gets into, because it didn't kill him, right. right? It didn't attack him. It kind of gets into the idea of the Wendigo that I appreciate and right. the reason I love it so much, which isn't as a malevolent hunter. But as the uh, spirit of the, the forest. spirit of the forest, exactly. Yeah. So um, there are several stories that coincide with that, right and the whole idea of the creature. Um, one of them was, uh, I don't believe this is an old, leg- an old legend. It was just read to sound like one. Um, but in the modern interpretation, it's a much more, um, I don't want to say beneficial. But neutral, benevolent creature. It's a benevolent creature, exactly. Uh, and there's one sort of like benevolent a child. Type. Yeah, it's the opposite of malevolent. Benevolent, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that
1: make it as like a benefactor, somebody who helps?
0: It helps the woods, okay, or nature itself. No, it's, no person in particular. I
1: love nature. Nature does not love me.
0: Exactly.
2: What's yeah. Angel- along Mag- with that, Jolie's maleficent. Okay. Maleficent.
1: It's the. Uh, Wicked Wish to West. Th- thank you for
3: that.
2: <laughs>
0: but um, yeah, so uh, like there's one story that um, an Indian tribe, a little boy, uh, got lost in the middle of the woods at night and got too far and couldn't find his way home. But then off in the distance, he just saw a deer and it was just standing there. So the boy starts to follow the deer. And when the boy gets close, the deer runs a little bit and then waits on him. And this process keeps up until eventually um, the boy is just walking directly behind the deer. And the deer walks him all the way back home. His mother finds him and picks him up and the boy looks back to see the deer and it's gone. Just simple acts of kindness for the woods or those around it. um, Which leads to the best description of the Wendigo, which is the Warden of the Woods. Oh, yes. And it goes with this whole idea of you don't take, like, the Wendigo will not be hostile to you if you are not hostile to its home and the woods itself. So don't take more than what you need. Don't, like, steal from nature in any sense. Don't ruin Like, it's a very cautionary tale in most of those respects with just essentially appreciate your environment and the area around you or else the protector of the woods will say something about it.
2: So smoky the bear.
0: I don't think (laughs) Smokey. Kills uh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll just throw you in a cage. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't think Smokey the Bear is a vendetta. I think he's just his backstory
2: is so sad.
0: Because the government made him a backstory. Yeah, it's sad.
2: <laughs> it's so sad. He's like there was a forest fire and he was the last little bear left in the tree, and they took him and he was a baby. He became the mascot. His mom died.
0: Well. That's cute and all, but I like that the Wendigo is Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> we need her. That's a wrap, folks. Good night.
3: No, no, no. <laughs>
0: I saw that joke one time, and I can't get over it. Because it was like this whole, <laughs> it was this whole thing about, it. like, he... Like, the Wendigo is the antithesis of industrial society, and taking an excess, and so I was like, so Ted Kaczynski.
2: So the Wendigo's, the Wendigo's an and
0: Yes, <laughs> essentially.
1: You heard it here, folks.
3: The,
0: the Grinch was green for a reason. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Let's go into pop culture, man. Yeah, let's go
0: into pop culture. So, uh, the Wendigo has made its way into several different adaptations or designs and stuff like that. And a lot of it people don't even know about. Like, for example, uh, the character Wolverine. Uh, the first time Wolverine was ever seen in a Marvel Comics was Hulk was fighting a Wendigo. And that's not like an allusion to the Wendigo. It is called the Wendigo in the story. In the Canadian wilderness. And then a Wendigo hunter shows up who has, like, some of the powers of the Wendigo through whatever means and helps Hulk fight it off. And that character later became wolverine through adaptations very cool so yeah things like that like just slight hints of it like changed it throughout because like originally one of uh wolverine's big powers was like his sense of smell and like he could sense what was around him and stuff like that very supernatural sort of um on from that definitely i would say the one of the biggest would be pet cemetery uh, just brought back into popular
1: culture. Exactly.
0: Now I don't know if it was ever named in the old movie. It was I know named it, in the book. I know it was. It was. Named well, no, it in the was world.
2: named in the book. I think like two times.
0: Yeah, okay. it wasn't named in the original movie. I don't think. Okay. They just say the the spirits, like they don't name. It. But uh, in the oh, the spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was waiting
0: you for better it. not go to that pet cemetery. I'm glad I opened the door. <laughs> for that. Can you say the ground is sour? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no. uh, the ground is sour. <laughs> okay. Thank. you. You best not bury your pets.
2: Isn't the whole thing like
1: that Indian burial ground?
2: <laughs> that's, such, that's such an out there
0: impression to just have on it. I'm really good at it, man. It's like someone's like, hey, can you do Adam Sandler? No, but I can do Judd from the original <laughs> Pet Cemetery <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what else? No. That's all <laughs> that, I got. That's, that's all I got. I'm a one track pilot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just Judd from Pet Cemetery. <laughs>
2: Okay, fine. <laughs> Well, like the whole thing in the King book is like Judd is like a completely different person when he takes what's the main character's name?
0: I don't know, the Catch church, that's all I remember
2: the dad to the cemetery and like the dad's trying to talk to him or whatever and he's like we have to keep walking we have to keep walking gotta
0: keep walking yeah.
2: Yeah. No. don't look over there and then like Judd the only reason Judd knows about the pet cemetery was cause this old man took him to it when his dog died and the old man like comes to his house he's like throwing rocks at his window and he's like hey hey it's like, this old drunk man but like Judd describes it as he was like the most sober I'd ever seen him or whatever. And he like walks him up there and he has this like, he was like this hunched over man. But as they were walking up there, he was like tall. and he As if he like,
1: was possessed. Yeah.
2: So like the, oh. the whole thing, I think what Stephen King was trying to do is that the Wendigo possesses you to take stuff up there. That way it has more like minions.
0: Bring more to the ground. Yeah. Because in the, in the new movie, which I didn't like, but in the new movie the it's specifically trash. named. Like there's a scene where Judd opens the book. I don't remember and that. And it's it's the man with antlers, and he says the Wendigo possesses these woods. Like they said it mm. by name, which is kind of lame. It is, but I really wanted to see a Wendigo,
2: and, even and it, it never it. happens.
0: Is there a movie that depicts it?
2: There's a, a movie called Wendigo. There's a movie
0: called Wendigo on Shudder, which is about a little boy who keeps getting called to the woods. Is it the, uh, Is it based on the Algernon Blackwood novel? I have no idea. Flyers no, from. no, that is. Until uh, dawn. Are out <laughs> What'd you
2: say? Flowers raptured on. My God. No.
0: <laughs> no, that uh, the video game Until Dawn, oh. which is which was like a huge hit when it came out. It's supposed to be like the first interactive movie. Which I mean, it was just a pick-your-own-story game. Which has happened before. Like but Heavy Rain. Pr- pretty much, yeah. Heavy Rain's sick. No yeah, way. it is. But uh, it w- it was the same idea yeah. with it. But uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, the story and all that, but it was the exact same thing: group of kids in a cabin, and then uh, the Wendigos attack. And the, there's like one Wendigo hunter in it who dies like immediately as soon as they meet him. Some down. hunter, yeah, he got decapitated right away. Jesus, but he—he uh, he he had a flamethrower. Hey, he did his best. <laughs> he had. That, he what's, tried, he hold tried. up. What's ridiculous is the whole plot of the game is that five years ago, um, these two teenage girls supposedly died but it turns out one of them died the the other other one starved and ate the others. she became a Wendigo it's a pretty cool story until until they run into the hunter because he's supposedly been up there for five years he's been like I've killed so many he has a homemade flamethrower and all this stuff because you have to Warm yeah. the
2: heart. So Leo
0: and, and then immediately they walk home outside home. of the cabin and just <laughs> gets his head ripped off in three seconds. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like I've been up here five years dead immediately. It sounds so. like he's just pretending. I think so. Yeah, he he was a larper. Yeah, he probably didn't like l- wine l- shirts either. Larper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go pretend I hunt. With, I'm gonna
0: hunt.
1: My well,
0: Got this, ear got this here flamethrower. Got this
1: here flamethrower. Homemade.
0: We're not even talking. You kids,
1: you kids stick with me. We're
0: not even talking about <laughs> that. That's all I got,
1: man. I told you. I So it's all I got.
0: like, hey, do Bill Clinton. <laughs> you're
1: like, I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. That's a pretty good one, right? That's... Got the thumb.
2: Okay, fair enough. Oh, I
0: could do a pretty good Bill Clinton. <laughs> that's it, yeah, that's it. That's perfect. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> Me and my buddy at work, we talk about old Bill all the time. That's
3: so
0: creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen him lately? Hillary sucks He looks like this. a fucking zombie. Hillary has sucked the soul out of him. Poor Bill. Yeah. Oh, f- I was really
2: Hold on. on. America's
1: no. first black president. I was, just,
2: I was really... Vibing with Bill until I found out that he was the reason that Waco happened to an extent. Why were
0: you vibing with Bill?
2: Because I feel bad for him.
1: I mean, in his defense, Hillary. Hillary his defense, Bill Clinton is kind of cool.
2: Yeah, but he was one of those. Yeah, you can bomb children. Hmm.
0: Okay, for one Waco, yes,
1: but don't shoot kids and don't bomb. Don't bomb little Iraqi babies. Who
0: knows over Not 200 cool. people that have committed
2: suicide? No, but my thing is, my thing is, Hillary Clinton probably, because, like, there's stories of Bill Clinton from college. And he was, like, a super cool guy. Like, he was a woman's, a ladies' man or whatever. Wouldn't it make sense if Hillary was like, hey, I want to do all this? So she was like, but I can't do it because I'm a woman. And I don't feel like it's just Hillary.
0: I feel like Bill also is it because a lot of the original suicide list people were allegations against Bill.
2: Because Hillary like, need him in power.
0: I guess, but... I know at some point... You so you're saying Bill knows he's just not a part of it?
2: I'm saying, like, he's Hillary's little... Puppet. Chest. Yeah. Because she... Because, I mean, whenever she was trying to do all this... Like Maybe. A woman a who woman never... Get,
1: you're going to get us taken off YouTube We can't and suicided. We can't talk about like Yeah, this.
0: We, we're all three already dead, so Sorry, keep going. Sorry, Hillary. <laughs> Sorry, Hillary. This is all a joke. <laughs> in Minecraft. But but on the real though, who knows over 200 people that have committed suicide? Like, like, have you seen the Clinton kill list? No, I haven't. It we're is right over backs. 200 people. Like, okay. Some of the suicides on there that were actually ruled suicides, like this one dude, I think he was at a Department of Justice. He was built in some case against Hillary. He, this, this is the official story. How did we get up the-
1: I, don't, I'm, I was doing impressions of Judd, and now and here it we just, are.
0: it just spiraled, but... <laughs> like, this justice, supposedly, like, was at a party, said bye to everyone, drove 200 miles north, drove his car into a pond, climbed in the back seat, stabbed himself uh, 23 times in the chest, <laughs> and then threw the knife out the window, and it was ruled a suicide. Sounds like a suicide to me. <laughs> or like the reporter who got shot twice in the back of the head, and it was ruled suicide. Yeah. <laughs> the the one uh, the guy who was uh, he used to do weights at home a lot. The dude weighed like two ten, um, and the story is that he put eight hundred pounds on the barbell and it fell and broke his windpipe. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sounds legit.
0: Like. <laughs> Sounds
1: like a suicide if, to me. If
0: everyone you ever knew who gave you trouble killed themselves, like, oh that guy who bumped into me in the parking lot last week, he killed himself. <laughs> Guy cut me a lot of talk about it. He killed himself, too. <laughs> okay, anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. That, that was a joke. It, um, I'd support the Clintons. Go. I, I can't even lie about that. Yeah, support go.
2: Monica in this house. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Monica's cool. She. Monica Lewinsky was always cool. Is she? Yeah.
0: She just seems like very...
2: She's very... Um. Um. I would say... Her Twitter is very, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't the, where the, she literally, is. the only
0: tweet I know of hers is when someone said, Who's Monica Lewinsky? And she replies, She said, I'm the one who's in, who all the rap songs are about.
2: And she vibes with Which that. Which is, she's cool. Funny. Like, she vibes with that.
0: That's why I said she's cool.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know what she's like. Yeah. But I mean, that's pretty cool.
0: But she's pretty, like.
1: Anyway. Yeah, okay, Wendy goes. Yeah, sorry. All right.
2: Monica
0: Lewinsky.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, we were on pop culture specifically. <laughs> Uh, the Wendigo hunter named Judd that got marked by the <laughs> yeah uh, until dawn.
0: Okay, so uh, but until dawn was pretty good. It was based off the book, um, like by you were talking Algenon about Algernon
1: Blackwood. Yes,
0: uh, not Flowers for Algernon. No, same name.
1: So cool name.
0: that mm-hmm. that depiction of Wendigos was the one I don't really vibe with, like sort of emaciated uh, little crawl around things. But there's some there was some antler imagery throughout, and I'm like, okay, I get what you're like. There's this one scene where like a herd of elk show up. And they're all like outside the cabin, just watching, standing still. And this is before the real like the warden of the woods kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, I, I see what you're doing. There. Yeah. So it it had its moments, but that's uh, one interpretation of it. Uh, our show, Supernatural, yeah. episode two, the second episode yeah. of the whole show, was about the Wendigo. The Wendigo, yeah. but he wasn't in it, right? The creature wasn't in it, right?
2: They just talk about it.
0: Yeah. No, it was. It was. Remember, it. Um, the, Sam and Dean met up with that. Uh, I think, I can't remember if it was a father and son or what.
1: It was a sister and her brother.
0: Yes. And then. Ben, ben and. I don't remember the girl's name. So, someone died, and then they heard them calling from the woods. And Dean was like, don't do it. But then the guy went, because they're like, oh, it's so and so. They need my help. And then you see two hands reach down from the trees. Just pull his head up. Oh yeah, yeah. That you see him for a bit, yeah. again, it kind of follows the more emaciated yeah. small thing or whatever. But um, that's more of like a monster rather than a spirit or right. a, a sage of sorts of right. the woods. Yeah. Uh, so there's that one. There's one of my personal favorite uh, versions of it, the um, SCP version, which for those of you who don't know, SCP is uh, this massive uh, fictional story database. Where uh, there's different entries, like, and uh, these different numbers, like one of them is a. Um, I'm trying to think of an example, one of them is just like a bouncy ball, that it looks like a normal bouncy ball, nothing about it, but as soon as you drop it, it will perpetually keep that speed until it hits something uh, biological. So the way it would work is if you dropped it, it would drop and then it pick up acceleration on the bounce keep that acceleration and keep doing that so eventually it's essentially a bullet mm-hmm. and whatever it hits it'll kill so it's just like in a research facility somewhere there's a bouncy ball in a locked box because it's that some of them are as nuanced as that some of them are these it's like a men in black yeah pre- pretty much like one that one of them is god yeah god <laughs> is literally an scp in the foundation um, <laughs> what <yeah. laughs> alright <laughs> Because a bunch of it, like the sites expanded so much, there's a bunch of like multiverse SCPs and stuff like nonsensical that. bullshit. Pretty much database. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But um, well, one of them is like uh, ours was created by this deity that is seen as god and like old. T- yeah, whatever. He vibes. He, yeah, sure he vibes. But uh, anyway, one of them is he <laughs> get along with the it's, boys <laughs> It's titled as uh, an ordinary deer skull. And it's just a deer skull with antlers, and uh, it doesn't do anything until someone puts it on. And uh, researchers have noted no matter what head size the person is, it will perfectly fit on their head. And within minutes, the person starts seeing hallucinations and all that, and then they become completely um, insatiable. You can't speak to them, can't reason with them. And they will attack and eat pieces of whoever they run into. And if they can't find any food source, I think it's three hours, they just start eating themselves until they die. And then they fall over, and then the next person that comes on and puts on the skull becomes a part of it. So it takes all those old ideas, and rather than it being a spirit or anything, it was just Just people taking this one particular skull and wearing it like that. Interesting. Yeah, so I've I've always liked that. It's a cool take on the story. That is cool. So. Do you
1: have any... Spooky stories?
0: About, I have one. Okay. About a real world story. So uh, the most common, like Smitty described, the most common um, version of its scene is like this tall creature with a deer skull. But it's often known to uh, shapeshift or take the form of creatures of the woods and most commonly a deer. And uh, one night on a road near my house... I was driving back and it was about 2 in the morning. Um, you have to be on this road to know how awful it is. But straight up a hill, winding and curving. Every single curve, you don't know what's on the other side You know, the the,
1: You know, when we did this before, yeah. I took that road back and I had chills the whole way.
2: Did you see the the graveyard and they have like scarecrows outside of it? Yeah. Freaking scary. They move them around. Like I was driving them one night. Well, I mean, night.
1: that's kind of the idea of a scarecrow.
2: But they know. Like they put them outside the cemetery and, like, and then you're driving one day and they're like two foot down the road. It's just... I'm not prepared for You're it. supposed to
1: move them around, so they scare crows. That's but does that
2: really work?
1: Do they have crows in their cemetery?
2: I feel like you want crows in your cemetery, though, wouldn't you? Why? To give it that vibe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, vibe. You know, the, the vibe? You know what the cemetery needs? <laughs> what? Crows. Scary crows. <laughs> Why did I think of See that? See that child over there mourning her father? Not good enough. Put a crow next Put to her. Put a crow on her. <laughs> Anyway. Am I all right. Wrong? So. No. <laughs> no, you're not. So, yeah. So, that road, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was about two in the morning. <laughs> Don't go down that road. <laughs> That's
1: when a scary you, road. Every yeah.
0: time you do that, there's a, like, timer in my head to the next time you do the John impersonation. <laughs> okay, anyway. So. Uh, every time that you take a curve on it uh, you can't see anything outside of the beam of your headlights and uh, there's this one particular part where the trees sort of lean over towards the road and the branches cave in and uh, I took the turn and then as soon as I came out the other side and I could see there was a deer in the middle of the road now that's pretty common around here especially like wildlife and stuff like that but rarely to see one just standing there so I stopped the car wait for it and something was off cause this deer did not move at all. It was just standing there completely straight facing off the road. Normally you know you turn the corner off, they'll run off, whatever. No, it was frozen. And immediately I felt this like wave of dread. Uneasiness. Yeah, 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 just I got stomach sick all at once. Yeah. And this is before I really thank God I didn't know about the windigo ring <laughs> that stuff at the time. Uh, I, I have no idea what I would have done it just would have made it worse for myself um, but I felt like immediately sick all of a sudden and I thought like is, it's not something you're supposed it, to see Yeah, exactly yeah and I thought is there something wrong with it and then I've never seen a deer do this before or since it facing off the road just moved it's neck and turned to face me in the car and that ran all through me Um, so I just froze and just held eye contact with it for a few seconds just watching it. Because I felt so sick I couldn't move. I didn't want to go in reverse, turn around, or anything like that. So I just watched it, and then it faced me, and then it just turned back and slowly walked off the road. And then all at once I just felt okay and drove. You
2: were challenging it when you were staring at it.
0: I didn't know what else to do.
2: I'm just saying, whenever you look into animals' eyes, it's a challenge. I probably had
1: chronic wasting disease anyway.
0: Yeah. So chronic wasting disease, do you, do you want to take the lead on that?
2: I mean, I don't know much about it because we're online right now and we had that chapter last last week and I didn't read okay, it. Okay, so chronic wasting disease. <laughs> online vet school.
1: I'm a hobbyist. Yeah. You go Not with a form. professional. So chronic wasting disease is a prion disease. Now, there isn't a whole lot known about prion diseases currently.
2: They're misfolded protein. But
1: it's, yeah, it's essentially just a misfolded protein.
2: And they get junked up in your head.
1: Yep. Generally in uh, soft tissue. So it would, your liver, uh, lymph nodes, brain tissue, essentially it. Uh, But essentially what happens is over time is those, those prions or those misfolded proteins sort of infect the regular proteins. And as they build up, you start to lose certain functions in your brain so over time you'll lose uh muscle control uh, your appetite uh, bladder control that sort of thing until you die eventually your heart stops working or you stop breathing right uh for chronic wasting disease it's very common in deer and other deer types but essentially over time as these deer get infected with chronic wasting disease, they infect other deer through either urine, feces, uh, or where, or the food they eat. If two deer, one has chronic wasting disease and one does not, if a deer eats a plant and then another deer later comes by and eats the same plant, then they could be infected with the chronic wasting disease, misfolded prion protein. Um, Currently can't be transferred to humans, but much like mad cow, or what is it, bovine
2: bovine spongiform
1: encephalopathy? Yep, bovine spongiform enceph- encephalop- encephalopathy, right? Right. I thought it was just encephalitis. Uh, I've I've, no, I've heard both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but it is mad weird. cow is the most yeah. common yeah form of kuru or uh, uh, prion disease that most people understand, and kuru is the is the humanoid version yeah. of uh.
0: A prion disease
2: and cwd is new here right like it's right. been it's not many cases here but it is here and there's a lot like two or three years ago
0: which is when i yeah. saw the deer saw the deer yeah because
2: right. i remember like all the game wardens and stuff were like if you see this you probably shouldn't eat it but you know
0: i've seen some weird videos of deer with that disease like there's this one i saw of this deer uh, like was standing next to rock and it just started whipping its head into the side of the rock, and there was a bunch of blood that like, shot out the side it of its head. And then too. it just looked at it and started licking the blood up. Which, if I didn't know about Sleezy <laughs> <laughs> Time. Yeah, he turned into zombies. Be out of that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's horrifying. It's not just vibing. <laughs> just vibing. It's
1: like you whipping your head on the deck, right? Just vibing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
2: It's time for me to go.
1: Please stay. We're almost done. Okay. My apologies. <laughs> I shouldn't know about that.
0: Alright, is there anything... Should, I really shouldn't make fun of
1: That
2: was a vibe. I met sorry. God. It's not a <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was a vibe. I met God.
2: I was challenging God. <laughs> We're not leaving this part in. But I was like challenging God. Okay, stop talking
0: so I don't <laughs> have to edit. No. I'm gonna leave it in. It has to be left <laughs> in. Okay. So, um, is Let's- there anything else you want to bring up? Let's see.
2: I saw Mothman. <laughs>
0: We'll get to Mothman in just a second, but we're on Wendigo. <laughs> I don't have anything else, man. Um, the one thing I do want to bring up is a bunch of people, like, I've, me and you especially have said, like, the is the book mascot. Yeah. And people are like, why? Um, because of the interpretation I keep with it, the, win- the Wendigo is a natural spirit. The that Warden of the Woods. The Warden of the Woods. It just uh, protects itself and the environment that it's in. Uh, and it's it's not malicious in any sense. It just is a guardian. You know, I get that
1: feeling a lot. So I've gone camping all throughout my army career as a child and modern with our friend Keith. Mm -hmm. And there's no... I have never slept better than in the woods. And there are times when I've never slept worse.
0: There is an air to it. Yeah. Just a a feel.
1: Yeah. There's sometimes, sometimes where you're... You're on edge the entire time, and sometimes you're just totally at ease. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't really know how else to explain that than some sort of spiritual being. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that it's the Wendigo, and I don't really buy into the mythology for all mm-hmm. that stuff. But there's some sort of of a factor that 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 makes your brain think a certain way when you're in the woods. Yeah, definitely. And like I always say, I love the woods, but the woods does not love me. Right. I love nature, but nature does not love me. And I think that's a very important thing to keep in mind.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have questions? Yeah. So uh, there was 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 a there was a couple questions because most were just asking the same question over and over. Uh, The main one was, why is it the boog mascot? Which again, it is a protector of its uh, natural environment uh, of its natural environment and also it's just cool That's like sometimes it can just be cool yeah. you know um, and the other one was how would you defend yourself against a Wendigo which uh, I think me and you have talked about this before but if number you're being number one you shouldn't be in that position number one you should be in that <laughs> position you know don't take more than what you need don't provoke it but uh, if you and your group of friends or boob boys is going up against a Wendigo I think you just need to accept that one of you is going to die so you should capitalize on that. And, you know, uh,
1: after reading this story about this fella in Kentucky, I think he did it right. Just left? He identified it and left. Yeah. He didn't That's challenge fair. it. Yeah. He didn't run away screaming.
0: See, I was gonna suggest that someone fill their play carrier with Tanner Wright and run <laughs>
3: that.
1: <it. laughs> that is definitely a vibe.
0: That would that would heat up the heart pretty fast. <laughs>
1: Well, Anwes says you have to burn it for three days. You'd have to have a hell of a lot of Tannerite to do
0: that. Or just a lot of <laughs> sacrifices <laughs> willing to run out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, no I, I, I think you're right. It's, it's about not provoking it yeah. or attacking it. Yeah. Recognize
1: it for what it is. Uh, acknowledge it, but don't provoke it. Yeah, absolutely. Just like nature. Recognize nature for what it is, but don't provoke it.
0: And if all those fells just feel so full of tan I feel your here. <laughs> <hair, tanner laughs> all right, so um, I want to give a quick mention, because we'll, we'll probably do something similar to this in the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we're talking about my favorite interpretation of the Wendigo is sort of just a protector of sorts. There's another uh, cryptid that follows that line, Almost exactly, and I can't go without mentioning it. So, would you? My baby. Your baby. Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: now, him. Now, y- okay, what but... do you know about Mothman?
1: Mothman, nothing. Okay. I, well, is... I know that he he like lived in a factory or some shit, and then people ran him off. So- sort of Yeah.
2: Okay, so basically, like there are multiple like the the movie The Mothman Prophecies paints it out to be this like weird phantom that gets in your head and. No, like, like the scariest Wendigo. story of mothman is that he was trying to take this woman's baby from her mm-hmm. that's creepy but i think if mothman one of my kid i'd be like yes stop just <laughs> to continue. <laughs> right? But point, make
1: him a moth baby.
2: Point pleasant, <laughs> moth baby point pleasant west virginia this um these two couples were out and they were driving around and uh they were like going to like in point pleasant they had a bunch of tnt plants for their making tnt for what war was it world, world war, war two. two. world war Two. Yep. yeah so they are driving through those and they see this like big lumbering creature come out and they're like, like oh my god, what is that? So they drive away and it, like, long story short, it follows their car and it's like, they're going a hundred miles per hour and it's not even flapping its wings. Like it's just gliding sorry, that yeah. fast. So they go and they're like, we can't tell the police that because they're not going to believe us. Let's go see if we can see it again. So they go and they see it again. So they go they tell the police and the police were like, yeah, we believe you. Like you're all four very smart kids. Uh, that's just
1: math,
0: yes
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You almost did it a second ago, with and I just thought, here it comes. Judd is almost here. <laughs> continue but,
2: <laughs> And then the Point Pleasant bridge collapsed. The um, I don't remember the name of it. But they kind of started, people started seeing him in places, like, they would see him on the side of the road, and someone would die there, and he was, like, the harbinger of death, like, it was a warning. And one time I saw him, and somebody died, so...
0: Yeah, do you want to you describe, describe that? You saw Mothman? Yeah, I was so like, so, yeah. I was leaving
2: up. here one late one night, and I was Shit. going home. And she called
0: me freaking out about it, There too, was, yeah. like,
2: there's, on the way to my house, like, you turn on this back road, and it's in Virginia, and there's this, like, horse pasture, and I was driving through it, and there's, like, a big telephone pole, and I was looking at it, and there's something, something standing in front of it with these bright red eyes, and I'm like, no. So I kind of, <laughs> like, I was freaking out, so I went home, like, locked myself in my room or whatever, even though I love Mothman, he can come see me anytime, if you're watching this, come see me. But, um, and then the next day, Isaiah called me.
0: <laughs> don't say who. Don't say any names.
2: <laughs> but this guy died.
0: The next day, someone I know died on that road where she saw him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, the, the mythos of Mothman is that he is a warning. That if he shows up somewhere, something bad But he also tries there. to steal
2: babies sometimes.
0: That, that's a, see, I think that lady was just lying for the clout. Because I've seen her be interviewed and she's like, yep, yeah, stole, stole my baby.
2: I, mean, oh, I think she was just I mean, dying. Half my first born. <laughs> I man.
0: think, because there's no other story that's remotely like
2: it. like Point Pleasant kind of like, they're not scared of it. Like, their whole town is just dedicated. Well, to they
0: have know. pizzas with his yeah. face on so, it and
1: stuff. Also, in their defense, it's the only reason why anybody would ever visit there. Yeah.
2: West Virginia be, is yeah. like cryptid territory, though. No, they
0: did. So, the reason what like spiked Mothman so much oh, so was. Was that um, on the bridge, like, silver people bridge, had taken... Silver bridge, Seven, People sil- had taken... <laughs> are you done? No. People, <laughs> people had uh, taken pictures of Mothman there's a the big thing in the face. was, like, creatures sighted on the bridge. And then a week later, the bridge collapsed and killed 30 Oh wow. people. Yeah. yeah. And there's, Jesus. like, you can go yeah.
2: to Point Pleasant, and they have a, a whole, like, memorial for the bridge.
0: But the whole thing is he shows up before tragedy yeah. happens. And then she saw him, and then the next day... Someone died in that spot, yeah. But honestly, he yeah. may
2: have been just coming to me hi. Like, he can take me on. Okay, but
0: every time he's Moth been reported, just... it's a warning. One of my favorite um, st- encounter stories about him is uh, there were these four guys who were All getting right. high in the woods. Are
1: we going to do this about Mothman <laughs> the rest of the time? No, no, just let me tell this one. Right. I'll be done.
0: Um, these four guys were getting high in the woods, and then they, they like, said... They had split up, and then, like, he flew over... And then landed and chased him. I forget what the detail is. But they all went directly to the police department no, that, high as a kite. No. The, story's the four guys who were smoking weed?
2: Where'd you hear the story?
0: Were on one of our Mothman no. shows. Okay, alright.
2: I think you misheard.
0: Alright, I misheard. You him. want to correct him? I mean, yeah, The only me story
2: I've heard where somebody goes and sees him and then goes and tries to find him again was the two couples.
0: Alright, no, no one went and tried to find him again. The whole point that made... The
2: whole weed thing was a joke that they were saying in the video. They were like, oh, they were smoking funny cigarettes and they saw a mothman.
0: No, the thing that made it so important was that they went to the police high and the point of it was like, they had to be pretty freaked out by something if you would go to to the 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 police while you were high, yeah. Okay, fair enough. And then each of them gave the same testimony of what happened. No,
2: that's literally the story about the two I will couples. show you
0: later, but I'm correct.
2: No, you're not. The story's not real. <laughs> You've dreamed that. You're getting it, like, all sorts of seven different ways.
0: I found you at a 7-Eleven. I will take you back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway. So, that's a little bit of a man. Our tale of the Warden of the Woods. Is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, I don't have anything else, man anything else follow a polite society
1: on instagram it's at a.polite.society because somebody else had at a polite society but if you just search (laughs) a polite society you will find me I'll be the first one that pops up for some reason (laughs) also have a website a polite org, and in a couple of days I'm going to be posting some online courses for tactical leadership as well as troop leading procedures and operations orders so look for that if you're interested
0: anywhere to find you
2: no don't don't follow me. i won't accept don't. it okay. <laughs> right. um
0: and you know where to find me so uh we'll see you, you next time yeah see you next time thank you all for watching and we will see you later bye bye